Welcome to Talking HR Compliance, a podcast made for small businesses. We're going to spend the next 15 minutes, give or take, talking about HR and employment law matters. But you probably know them better as those things you can never keep track of and are always causing you trouble. If that sounds like you, then you've come to the right place. Sit back and let our HR and employment law experts do the talking. Hello and welcome to Talking HR Compliance. I'm Jamie Lizotte, the HR and Tax Compliance Solutions Manager at ComplyRate, as well as your host for today's podcast. Now, on today's episode, we are going to continue to discuss the COVID-19 pandemic and help you to navigate these uncharted waters. However, what we're going to talk about on today's podcast is some effects that many small businesses have already experienced or are trying to do all they can to not have to experience, and that is layoffs. Now, however, as we all know, these unprecedented times have hit small businesses extremely hard, and the harsh reality of layoffs for some is unavoidable. So today I'm going to answer some pressing questions that we've received from our listeners on how to prevent layoffs, and if you can't, how to handle them. What are your best practices? Of course, when it comes to layoffs, we also suggest that you tread these waters very carefully. And it's always best to consult an employment attorney to make sure you are following all federal, state, and local laws to protect your business. You wanna make sure you dot your I's and cross your T's, especially when dealing with such a vulnerable situation to begin with. So let's jump in and get some of your questions answered. The first question we have to answer is, are there steps that we can prevent to uh, that we can take to prevent potential mass layoffs? Well, the answer here is uh, when considering a possible reduction in force, there are a few practices to keep in mind. And working through the following can actually help you analyze your overall financial situation before you have to initiate those deep staff cuts. So first, what you want to do is tighten up all your other expenses. Now, you can expect some expense categories to decline, um, such as the cost of goods and other supplies that um, scale to sales. Um, Others categories that could be cut drastically without much effort um, include things like travel and entertainment. Um, The next thing you want to do is uh, review incentives to maintain payroll. So instead of permanent layoffs, um, you actually may be able to secure a forgivable loan from the federal government. Um, You know, they have those um, those, uh, pay loans now. Um, or pursue a private grant through one of the many organizations offering them. The next thing is to share the burden. Um, You may be able to minimize the impact of lost revenue by possibly reducing salaries among your top managers and senior leaders. Um, And doing so also sends a clear message to your workforce that everyone is in this predicament together and that sacrifices are being made at every level across the company. And then lastly, you could also look at pursuing additional payroll protections. Um, So perhaps you can reduce your payroll costs in the short term by decreasing the pay of your employees or working hours, everybody across the board. Um, And other options are implementing temporary furloughs until the business actually starts to recover, um, halting bonuses, um, banning um, overtime, and uh, pausing company matches into retirement funds, reducing vacation days, Um, And then another alternative is to offer unvoluntary paid leaves of absence, which employees may choose to take for their own personal reasons at the same time. Um, So those are some options there uh, to prevent. Our next question is, how do I know which employees to lay off first if I have to lay lay off any? Um, Well, 
Letting employees go is an extremely difficult undertaking for any manager or business, um, you know, at first. Um, and not only is it emotionally taxing, but it is it also must be handled sensitively and fairly uh, to avoid any legal implications or complications, I should say. So um, I want to share with you a few guidelines that you can go um, that you can follow um, if you you know if you have to lay off anybody. You want to consider which business functions are essential during this period. Um, determine how many people you need to perform each function, and be realistic and use objective data whenever possible um, when you're considering this. Um, manage the impact that's gonna, that it's going to have on staff. Um, you know, try to minimize the number of times that you make cuts. And ideally, it's better to dismiss more people at the same time versus cutting a few each week. Um, this actually reduces stress for the employees who remain, and it helps them stay as productive as possible uh, during these times. Um, also, use consistent criteria for your final decisions. You may even choose to look at tenure or seniority to make the determination or relative productivity for certain positions, such as sales or production. Um, it, you know, it's practical to cut temps um, and part-time workers first as well. And certainly, you'll need to identify any specialized skills or knowledge that your business cannot do without. And then lastly, just you want to make sure that you avoid discrimination. Um, as you make your decisions, you want to be sure to consider any potential adverse impacts on protected classes of employees that could be dis uh, considered discriminatory. Um, be mindful of all federal laws which protect employees based on race, color, religion, national origin, gender, age, disability, and a few other factors. And don't forget your state uh, and local laws, which those often add prote additional protections that could be based on sexual orientation, marital status, and even smokers. So you want to look at those as well. Our next question is, how do I address uh, affected employees? Well, you want to be upfront about the realities. Um, everyone is keenly aware of the global pandemic and its hard-hitting effects. They know what's happening out there. So rather than shield employees from what the company is facing, really be open and honest about the impact of the virus and your objectives to cut costs in responsible ways during these extraordinary circumstances. So what you can do to do this is prepare a script or a detailed outline to follow um, and have that ready. So when you deliver the message, it, um, you know, and delivering the message is never easy, but when you do and you have a script, it helps you to keep to the point and communicate consistently to each employee. And the script also helps make sure that you don't skip those important points you want to share. Um, you also want to make sure that you indicate the status of the layoff. Specify to the employee whether it's temporary um, or it's a permanent layoff. Um, and discuss what's included in the final paycheck. Uh, prepare a written document that outlines any severance benefits, health insurance options, and COBRA election procedures, um, maybe 401k options, um, any outplacement services, and any other details um, or benefits that are being offered from your company. Also make sure that you're clear about future employment. And what you need to do with this is explain whether the employee will be automatically called back to work when it becomes available. Um, if it's a permanent layoff, let the employees know whether they'll be considered for new positions before external applicants are considered. So be upfront about that. And then lastly, you want to inform the rest of your workforce. 
Um, you know, you really want to control the rumor mill here and reduce any misunderstandings by letting your remaining employees know about your actions. This is a good time also to state your company's commitment to meeting the challenges of COVID-19 and really being upfront and honest about what's going on with the company. That transparency can, can, can really take you a long ways. And the last question we're going to answer today is, does the worker adjustment retraining and notification, which is also known as the WARN Act, still apply? Um, well, the answer here is another factor um, you want to consider is the Federal Worker Adjustment Retraining and Notification Act um, and similar state laws that impose specific time limits and notice requirements for employers with 100 or more full-time employees. Um, a covered employer is typically reduced, uh, required to give 60 days written notice of a plant closing or mass layoff, but this may not be necessary if employees are laid off for less than six months in response to a national emergency. So it, it really does depend here. All right, so that concludes today's episode. And again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I hope that we answered some questions here for you that will help you not only navigate these situations during the pandemic, but help you remain compliant while you're doing that. And, you know, we thank you for listening. Um, we want you to follow us on social media to stay up to date and make sure that you keep an eye out always for our next podcast. We are definitely staying on top of everything COVID as well as all the changing laws that are happening constantly to make sure that you stay up to date. So make sure that you stay tuned to all of our, um, our, our, our messages, our podcasts, uh, check out our website, follow us on social media to make sure you can stay up to date and compliant. And of course, until next time, take care, stay safe, and happy complying. Thanks for tuning in to Talking HR Compliance. If you still want more, you can subscribe, review, share with your friends. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Make sure you don't miss any future episodes of Talking HR Compliance.